Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Tuesday, March 10th. I'm Ryan Delaney, sitting in for Wayne Pratt. Ahead, for several weeks, doctors and hospitals have been preparing for a case of the new coronavirus to arrive in the St. Louis area, but limited testing nationwide has presented challenges for medical professionals. I think that testing limitations have been a real barrier to understanding what the spread of this disease in our country is and and remain a barrier. A St. Louis area doctor tells our Eli Chen about her concerns regarding Missouri's first coronavirus case. But first, let's get a roundup of today's news. Missouri voters will head to the polls today to select their choices in presidential primaries. St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum reports that the Democratic primary is being closely watched. President Donald Trump is expected to easily win Missouri's GOP primary. So the real focus is on the Democratic presidential primary between former Vice President Joe Biden and Vermont Senator Bernie Sanders. A Biden win in Missouri could cement his status as the national frontrunner. Secretary of State Jay Ashcroft says the lack of a race on the GOP side may affect voter turnout. We're hopeful that it'll be far higher than those single digits and it'll be closer in line to some projections of 40 percent, but it's uh, nobody really knows. Polls are open in Missouri from 6 a.m. to 7 p.m. I'm Jason Rosenbaum, St. Louis Public Radio. Area health officials say concern about the new coronavirus has grown since the St. Louis County woman tested positive for COVID-19. As St. Louis Public Radio's Sarah Fenton reports, County Executive Sam Page urged people not to panic, but to focus on keeping themselves safe. Page says many in the region expressed outrage after county officials said the woman's family members disobeyed orders to stay home. Page said people who are sick should remain in their homes to keep others from catching the virus. He says he's reviewing how health workers explain quarantines to people who are affected by them. He also said it's time for the public to stop worrying about the family and focus on prevention. I think at this point it's time to move forward. I think we need to recognize that this was a a lesson for everyone, that a quarantine is serious, that we need to take it seriously. He said that people who don't show symptoms, such as the woman's family members, pose a very low risk of spreading the virus to others. He also said those who have been exposed to an infected person should stay home. I'm Sarah Fenton, St. Louis Public Radio. Illinois now has 11 confirmed cases of COVID-19 after Governor J.P. Pritzker yesterday announced four new cases in that state. He has formally declared a disaster proclamation to open up both federal and state resources. Special education services in St. Louis County and the city could be merged under a pathway being laid out in the state legislature. A bill sponsored by Republican Representative Shamed Dogan would allow for the city to create its own special school district and then merge it with the counties. We hear all the time from parents of students in St. Louis City who feel like the special education services in the city are not up to par. Special School District is funded through a dedicated property tax. It has a much larger per-student budget than St. Louis Public Schools. If Dogan's bill becomes law, it would require two votes and a property tax increase by city voters. An SSD spokeswoman says they're concerned by a lack of input from the county. 
And finally, an advocacy group for the region's transgender community is poised to become the owner of the site of the Transgender Memorial Garden. A committee of the St. Louis Board of Aldermen last week approved the sale of the land at Vandeventer and Hunt to the Metro Trans Umbrella Group. A final vote by the board could come on Friday. MTUG first reached a deal with the city to work on the land in 2015, but the organization's board chair, Elaine Bruni, says MTUG did not want the garden's existence to be at the mercy of the city. The more that we've reflected over the past few years, it has become our desire to have ownership of that property because that gives us peace of mind that we will be able to utilize that space in the future as we've intended to. MTUG will spend about $1,200 to purchase the land. Bruni says they are grateful for the low cost. The new coronavirus has spread to nearly 30 states. Missouri became one of them Saturday after state officials confirmed that a young woman in St. Louis County has been infected by the virus. Hospitals and doctors in the St. Louis area have been preparing for COVID-19 for several weeks, but limitations on testing have made it difficult to know how much the disease has spread. St. Louis Public Radio's Eli Chen spoke to Hillary Babcock, an infectious disease specialist at the Washington University School of Medicine. She began by asking Dr. Babcock how worried medical professionals are now that there's a case in the St. Louis area. This doesn't actually change our level of worry and concern that much. I think we all expected that there would be um, cases coming to the St. Louis area and expected that they would come probably with a traveler um, to start with, which is exactly the pattern that we've seen here. And who is at the most risk of becoming infected by the new coronavirus? Honestly, everyone is at risk of becoming infected with the virus. So none of us are immune to this virus. Um, It does look like children can get this virus, but rarely become ill and don't appear to have much severe illness associated with it. So that's one bright spot. People who are older, and older in this um, setting may mean as young as over 60, do appear to have um, more severe disease. And people that have underlying health conditions already are also at increased risk of having severe disease and complications, needing to be hospitalized, um, and needing more acute critical care. Do you think states can get a good handle on how widespread you know, the disease is if they're only testing a limited amount of people? The short answer is no. I mean, I think that testing limitations have been a real barrier to understanding what the spread of this disease in our country is and and remain a barrier. In the St. Louis area, there is work going on to expand testing capacity, but at this point, most testing is still going through the health department and getting approved by the health department and then testing being done by the state lab. There are some commercial labs that are coming on um, coming on board with testing capacity, and, and hopefully that will expand those options. In what ways is COVID-19 more threatening than the flu? The reasons that I think this is a little more concerning is because there is um, no immunity in our population and no vaccine. And so we expect that this will be able to spread through the community more, wi- more widely and more rapidly than um, influenza, given that lack of immunity in the population. And the data that we've seen so far has made it hard to really assess what the mortality rate and the acute illness and severity of illness rates are because testing has been a limitation um, everywhere. It's hard to know really what denominator we're looking at um, so that when we say 2% of people maybe with coronavirus um, may die from it, that's probably higher than is accurate since probably not everyone with mild infection was actually identified and so they're not being counted. 
And I'm sure that you're a broken record at this point, but what can people do to protect themselves? Yeah, so the best way to keep yourself safe from the virus is to avoid large groups, to avoid um, big public gatherings, to use hand sanitizer if you can find any. If you can't, soap and water works fine and um, should also be used. Use it a lot. Use it all the time. Um, And then try to avoid touching your face. Try to avoid touching your nose, mouth, and eyes. That's another way that you can get virus from um, surrounding surfaces and um, and get it into your own body to cause an infection. I'm trying to push um, waving. Just wave um, at people to say hi and goodbye or maybe a small bow would also be fine. But really try to avoid touching people. That was Dr. Hilary Babcock from Washington University speaking with our Eli Chen about the concerns doctors have now that there's a coronavirus case in St. Louis. Our executive editor is Shula Newman. Keep up with the news throughout the day at stlpublicradio.org or follow the newsroom on Twitter at stlpublicradio. Our music is by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Ryan Delaney. And from the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom, this has been The Gateway. Have a good Tuesday. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.